everyone, it's Jeff from Modern Combat and Survival Magazine. And not too long ago, we ran a survey to you, our listeners, about what you thought was the number one thing holding you back from being more prepared. Well, no surprise, the first and second most common answers were money and time. But it was the third most common answer that was a little shocking at first because it had to do with, well, let's just say a reluctant spouse. Well, I know for one that I can relate, and I've recruited some help for all of us guys in this week's podcast, and you're not going to want to miss it. So, let's get started. If bullets were flying, your adrenaline surging, would you hit your target? If the world as you know it crumbled tomorrow, collapsed into chaos, you know how to survive? If you and those you loved were cornered by a gang, violently attacked, could you protect them? Could you protect them? Could you protect them? Tactical firearms training, urban survival, close quarters combat. This, this is another podcast to help you better prepare for any threat you may face in your role as a protector and a patriot. This is Modern Combat and Survival. Okay, a little personal confession here. My wife hates guns. My wife is not a prepper, and anytime my wife sees a bank charge for yet another purchase related to my firearms, range fees, or some new survival gizmo, she shakes her head and gets that look in her eyes like she suddenly realized she's married to a whack job. Now, I don't tell you this to use you as my personal relationship counselor. I tell you this because, frankly, I don't have to be a psychic to know that many of you men listening to me right now are nodding your head up and down because you know exactly what I mean. Am I right? I mean... We do have a number of women who follow us and are avid shooters, yet one of the biggest comments that we get from men is still, my wife doesn't take her safety seriously, and I don't know how to convince her to be more cautious, learn how to use a firearm, master a couple of self-defense moves, or even just simply think about these things. Now, I'm not saying that we need to find a way to trick the women in our lives to start loving guns and getting ready to spar full contact with us. In a more general sense, though, there are a lot of concerned husbands, boyfriends, brothers, and fathers out there who know they can't always be there for the women in their lives. We know that as much as we want to protect those we love, there may come a time when it's entirely up to them to avoid or even survive an attack when they're alone. And that's what we're here to talk about today. Hello, everyone. This is Jeff Anderson, editor for Modern Combat and Survival Magazine, with another podcast to help you better prepare for any threat you may face in your role as a protector and a patriot. And in finding someone to help us dudes get that special woman in our life to be more safety-focused, who better to ask than, well, another woman, right? Well, today I don't just have any woman. Today I've recruited a whip-smart honorary relationship counselor of the day who's made it her mission to open up the world of self-protection and firearms to more and more women. Please welcome Carrie Lightfoot to our program. Carrie, thanks for taking some time for the hopeless rejects of our society today, us guys. <laughs> oh, well, thanks, Jeff. Good morning. This is going to be a great conversation. Yeah, this has been fun. I've been looking forward to this for my own personal selfish reasons, by the way, as well. So, so listen, everybody, Carrie, Carrie's new to our network, and she is a, an NRA-certified handgun and personal protection instructor and the woman behind The Well-Armed Woman, a nonprofit organization that's dedicated to empowering women to learn how firearms can be a safe, effective, and even a fun factor in their own self-protection plan. Now, she's the author of the book, The Well-Armed Woman's Concise Guide to Concealed Carry, and she's written numerous articles featured in leading industry magazines such as Harris Publications, 
Combat Handguns, American Shooting Journal, Guns America, Concealed Nation, and others. She's a popular national speaker and frequent guest in national media, including Time Magazine, NBC Nightly News, Blaze TV, Dr. Drew, USA Today, Fox News, and NRA News. Personally, I, I love Carrie's work, and I know you and the women in your life are going to love her information, too. So please go and visit her website and training resources at www.thewellarmedwoman.com. All right, Carrie, so let's go ahead and jump into this. So here, here's what gets me. Like, given that women, they, they have to worry about, like, the threat of rape and that, you know, women are frequently targeted by bigger, stronger, predatory male criminals out there because they're kind of that easy target – why do you think more women don't take the time to get firearms training? And, and let, me, let me put it this way. I know you work with a lot of women, like in your training and in classes and things like that. So from your observations, when you're talking to them, what would you say are the most frequent objections that you hear from women about why they, they didn't really consider an option before? And then what's the reality behind those, those false perceptions that they have? Well, I think, excuse me, I think one of the, one of the reasons is that culturally, you know, women have always been the protected gender, you know, and I think there's, there's a transition, a transition that women need to go through to understand that they now need to become their own self-protectors. You know, the police aren't around or the men in their lives can't be with them all the time. And so I think, I think getting over that and kind of accepting the challenge, you know, accepting the role is a hurdle for women. I, you know, and I think the reason behind that really is that you know, society has changed. You know, we've seen the degradation of our of society to some level. And, you know, we used to know our neighbors and we had great communities where we knew everyone. And that's, that's really changed in, in a lot of areas of the country. And I think, I think women are starting to realize that, that now they have, to, they have to take on that responsibility themselves and they're looking at the options. I think, secondly, another hurdle for them is just the fear, you know, is the unknown workings of a gun, how it works, and I think that, you know, we as women typically, and we're speaking generally here, but, they, you know, we don't grow up with the same, you know, kind of love of the fight like boys do and, and guns. So there's just a kind of a lack of knowledge, and I think that that fear of getting hurt or hurting someone, you know, is another another objection or, or hurdle that they have to clear. That that makes a lot of sense because I mean women are 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 generally the more nurturing you know sex right like they're they're more you know they tend to be more maybe more nurturing with children and things like that like it's a natural instinct for women to be protective rather than to be destructive. Right, but I don't I don't think the the comfort with the firearm you know comes easily for them, mm-hmm. which which really is another big challenge for them or objection if you will or hurdle is just the intimidation factor of entering the world of guns. I mean, it is so testosterone-rich. You know, I call it a testosterone fog. And so there's, there's, it's harder for women, and it's a little more uncomfortable for them to kind of enter into that world. You know, it's, it's just like landing in another planet. And I think that, that it can be intimidating. And I think that that also really kind of holds them back a little bit or, or keeps them from stepping in. And I think what's changing is, that doors are opening for women and the resources are becoming more available to them so that they can, you know, if they seek out questions and information, it's now more readily available than it has been in the past. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Testosterone fog. I, I, I'm making it my mission to try and use that, use that somewhere in my conversation today. I love that. <laughs> 
All right. So, so let's first see where us guys are really going wrong with getting the women in our lives more on board with their self-protection. So what are the, what are the biggest mistakes that you think men make when trying to talk to their wives or their daughters or whatever and trying to get them into using a firearm for personal defense? And then we can start there. Like, what are the biggest mistakes that we make? But then what are, what's your best advice on how to avoid making those mistakes when what we're doing wrong? Sure. Sure. I mean, I don't, you know, let's start with that. You know, men aren't trying to make mistakes. All you guys out there aren't trying to make mistakes. And you love the women in your lives and you care for them and you, and you want to protect them and you want them to want to protect themselves. But I think where, I really think it's a, a lack of understanding of how different it is for a woman to enter this, this, this place of self-protection. Mm. And it, it's a different process for them. You know, we talked earlier about, you know, kind of how we're raised or whatever. And so, and the natural instinct to protect their children, but we are life givers, right? I mean, that's kind of who we are made to be, is to bring life into the world. So when we start thinking about a gun, that takes us to the other side, which is which is potentially taking the life, right? And mm-hmm. so I think we just need to understand that it's a process for women and that, you know, I think it's, I think it's really just the lack of, understanding that difference, that it just isn't, okay, great, make a, deci- make a decision and go do it. Women are so thoughtful about this decision, and they take their time, and uh, patience is really required. Um, so understanding that different journey, if you will, I think it, it is really important. And then um, second, secondly, you know, we can't tell someone what they need. I mean, you know, we feel we know. I know what you need. This is, this is what you should be doing. This is how you should be thinking. And unfortunately, we just we can't will that into, into being. Uh, the, the, the woman, the woman in your life, really, they have to have a personal context. It has to connect, you know, and it has to, it has to mean something to her personally, you know. Otherwise, she won't understand she needs it, so she'll never, with passion and excitement and or enthusiasm, really jump into it because, she, at, down at, at a gut level, she doesn't fully know that she needs it. Mm. So just understanding that, you know, um, and. The third, you know, mistake, this one I probably would say is a mistake, guys, is, is to buy her or give her the wrong gun. And the wrong gun is any gun that isn't the right gun for her that she's picked out. Um, you know, and I hear, I hear it so many times where, you know, a woman says, well, I have this, you know, 357, something, you know, that, that my husband gave me. And I shot it once and I never want to touch it again. Hmm. So the firearm that we use to introduce any new shooters, you know, whether it's women or children, or whatever, really needs to be appropriate. And one of one of the most frustrating things that I see, and it does so much damage, not just to the people we see in the videos I'm going to talk about, but just to the impression that it leaves with other people. And there are those videos out there where it's kind of the joke, and isn't this funny? We put this big gun in this woman's hand, and she, you know, shoots it and falls back. Besides tragedy that we know has happened, we've yeah. seen that happen. You know, sadly, it, it, it also just kind of creates an environment that really isn't going to welcome women in. You know, what, what woman wants to walk into that, right? So, yeah. um, the whole gun issue is a really important one. And, and what, you know, we can, we can talk about that when we look at kind of, you know, what, what would we recommend? You know, what can they do? But I'd say those are probably, you know, kind of the three, three greatest places where I think the guys just need us. A yeah. <laughs> Thanks for being so tender with that. Yes. <laughs> for us unadjusted guys. So listen, listen, we've been talking with Carrie Lightfoot of the wellarmedwoman.com about how us guys 
can help the women in our lives take their own self-protection more seriously, particularly when it comes to firearms and personal defense. And coming up, I'm going to ask Carrie, I'm going to challenge Carrie for her step-by-step idiot's guide to getting our wife, girlfriend, mother, or daughter on board with our way of thinking. But first, check out this special message. What if everything you knew about how to stop a violent attacker with your gun was wrong? Discover the advanced tactics you must know now to protect yourself and those you love with a firearm. Check out our free book, Stopping Power Secrets. Inside, you'll find such no-hold-barred shockers as one, the three most common myths and misinformation shoveled out by movies and gun-range know-it-alls that could get you killed in a real-life gunfight. Two, the cold, hard truth about your personal weapon's ability to be a one-shot man-stopper. Three, what coroners know about selecting the right ammo for your firearm that you don't. Four, and the simple training trick used by Abrams tank crews and commercial airline pilots that will prepare you for a real attack even better than your best day at the range don't place your family safety in the hands of hollywood fairy tales and hearsay claim your free copy of stopping power secrets now, now. at www.stoppingpowersecrets.com and now back to the show Okay, we're back with Carrie Lightfoot of thewellarmedwoman.com, talking about ways that men can help the women in their lives become more interested and invested in their own self-protection. So now comes the juicy stuff, so make sure that you have your pen and paper ready, and let's go ahead and jump back in. Okay, Carrie, so here's where you can really help the gun-toting male species on the planet. So if you would, walk us through a step-by-step process where a guy can let's say gently, okay, introduce and encourage the women in in our lives to think more practically about their safety and be more open to learning the fundamentals of using a firearm for personal defense and, and being more interested in, in in being their own self-protector. Okay, good. This is, this is the good stuff here. Um, first, we have to start the discussion. And notice I said the word discussion. It doesn't mean we're going to tell her anything. It starts the discussion. We talked, we talked earlier about context, right? So one of the things is that she, again, we, the goal is, is, is to help her understand the importance of protecting herself and the need perhaps for a firearm or some tool, you know, something to take on that, mm-hmm. that role. So one of the things I would recommend is while you're watching the news or you're watching a movie or something, just initiate a conversation and say, oh, oh man, look at that. What would you have done if that were you? Well, what if that happens here at our house? What are we going to do? I, you know, I have the firearm and it's here, whatever, but just start the discussion because women are naturally very empathetic. And so what we do is it's easy for us to put ourselves in the place of someone else in their story. And so when you see a story on the news or in the paper or in a movie is, you know, gently just talk about it. You know what? I can't imagine. I can't even think of the thought of that being you. So what, what can we do? What would you do? And that starts to connect it to, for her, you know, in her mind and in, you know, in her soul that, oh, my gosh, what would I do? Um, you know, quickly, I think, I think it's hard for women to really look directly into the ugliness of violence. You know, and it's, it's ugly. I mean, it's bad. But it, it, all women live with the fear because we're the prey, right? Women are always the prey in violence. So, you know, we know that, but we kind of want to avoid it because it is so 
vile, right? And mm-hmm. so it's just not easy for us to go, oh, okay, he comes in, I'm going to do that. You know, on an emotional level, you know, she starts thinking about the torture, the rape, you know, the violence, and it's just really hard for her. So I think we gently need to move her into that place where she really understands how important it is, not just to you guys, but to her and the children and the rest of the family, that she be trained and equipped to protect herself. So does it does it help at all, like... um I mean, you know, obviously some slasher movie isn't going to isn't going to really work. Right? Like what if that was you and the guy was coming after you with a chainsaw? But like if you base it on news stories like um, you know, I just mm-hmm. I was just looking at the news this morning and I saw that there was a woman that was attacked, you know, out running along the, you know, out she was out run, jogging along a trail and you know, you like jogging and I and I worry about you when I can't be there to protect you. And then just asking her the question like, you know, I worry about you. So what, I mean, what do you, what do you currently do? Cause I don't know, like, what do you currently do to protect yourself? Like when you're out running and this is actually coming from my own personal thing, because my wife is a runner and, and I used to chastise her all the time because she would always run with traffic instead of against it. We were out in like suburban area. She would have her headphones in. So anybody, of course, in my mind, anybody in a panel van could come up alongside her throw her in and then she's gone, you know? So, but does it help maybe to, to bring like a, a, something that's happened locally or an attack that's happened and just simply ask them, what do you, instead of preaching to them, like they were just attacked and here's what you need to do. You need to carry a weapon on you when you I'm go running. You, you need to get a gun. Exactly. You need a gun, gonna get you anywhere. but put them in maybe in that situation because, um, you know, somebody was just attacked here and I worry about you. Can you tell me what you currently do to, to, to make sure that hopefully right. this never happens to us. Right. Exactly. Because you just, you've, you've given it context for her. And that's, that's really the important part. It really is. Hmm. Um, I, I think, I think also, you know, the, the next step in that would be to provide information that relates to her. Answer her questions as a woman. I mean, I started the well-armed woman out of my own frustration because I had, I had questions as a woman. You know, how do I fit this into my life? Could I pull the trigger if I had to? You know, I had to go through that process, and there really was nothing that spoke to me as a woman. So, you know, understand that she has those questions, those concerns, and she has to work through them. It may not be at the fastest pace that you would like, but still, it's a process. But get her the information and answer her questions as a woman. So a resource, you know, like the woman, woman, that's why it's there. It answers those questions. You know, a gun in the house with children. How do I, you know, how does that work? How do I do that? How do I carry it? with my figure or with the clothes I wear, you know, all of those kinds of things. So, again, understanding the differences and then getting her the information that answers her questions, not the questions that you think she has, because you probably don't even know what questions she has, right? So um, that's important. Thirdly, we're now kind of moving into the hands-on part. So let's say we've gotten through the first two and, and there's a level of interest. Okay, you know, I'm afraid of that. How does it work? So, you know, here it's really taking away the mystery of how a gun works, what it can do, what it can't do. Because remember, there's just this kind of lack of understanding of knowledge. So break it down for her, you know, and 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 explain how it works. And this may also be the first introduction at the range. And here, guys, it may or may not be best for you to take the woman in your lives to the range. It, and only you know your relationships. I can't answer them. But it is a constant challenge for women to deal with the pressure of whether it's performing for the husband or meeting his ex- expectations or the risk of a fight on the range or you're not listening to me, you know, that whole thing. 
So guys, you've really got to, you know, ask yourself the real clear question, am I the best person? That was you know. that was a big question I, I was going to have for you because I know that I'm not the best person yeah. because I, I, my wife and I would just argue and I don't want her to have a loaded firearm with us getting in an argument out on the range but she would <laughs> learn she she would learn better from somebody else. I mean you have to acknowledge that you know and that has yeah. to be an honest question if it, if it really is your priority to get her to the place where she, she takes her her personal protection seriously you know you may have to kind of check the ego a little bit and say you know what that probably should be somebody else. Yeah. Right. And then, and then obviously finding the right person to at, the, at your local range. And, um, so that's kind of the first range experience. And then I mentioned it earlier. It's to allow the women in your life to select their own gun. And there's so many times it's so well meaning. It's like, oh, I want to get my, my, my wife a gun, you know, and the guy, it's so important. You know, let her try a few, go to a, a range that rents even just to get our hands on a couple, because there are so many variables that are important to women that you may not really be thinking about. So she really has to like the gun. If she doesn't like the gun, she's not going to carry it, and she's not going to train with it. So finding the right gun is really, really important, and, again, it's a process. But she needs to be involved with that, because, she, you know, we're now incorporating, you know, a hunk of a hunk of metal you know, mm-hmm. that can take the life, life of another into her world and onto her body. And it's important that she be a part of that selection. So maybe it's a gift certificate, right? Maybe it's not the gun itself. Maybe it's a gift certificate or something like that. And then, you know, I think lastly, I would, I would say is to get her connected. Um, it can't just be you because the, women are social animals. You know, we, we live relationally. We live in community with other people. We like other women. We like to do things with other people. So if you can, get her connected with other women or even just a friend. Maybe you have a, a friend whose wife shoots. Just somehow get her connected to other women because it'll be, it'll be really transformational for her because she can now relate to somebody directly. And it just takes some of the pressure off of the husband-wife or boyfriend-girlfriend, you know, father-daughter type relationship. And um, and, and that really includes training because going through all of these steps and having perhaps taken away the fear and she's now willing to allow the gun in the house or at least she knows how to shoot it if something were to happen. We really need to get beyond that. She really needs to have her, have her own hunger for training. And so the mindset, you know, the really needs to be that this isn't a one, a one time deal. This is something we're going to do together. And, you know, we're talking about kind of the challenges between husbands and wives or, or partners and, and such. It goes the other way, too. Having your wife as someone to go to the range with and go shoot with is awesome. And so many women are going, oh, my gosh, I now have this great new thing to do with my husband. And mm-hmm. they talk about date nights and whatever. So, I mean, it really, it really can be really good for the relationship, good for the family. You know, I say if mom's shooting, the whole family's shooting. <laughs> and... You also said something earlier in, in the intro about, you know, the dollars. And, you know, guys, I mean, if, 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 if the woman in your life is shooting, number one, she's going to be a lot more open to additional gear in the home. And I think the average is four guns for every woman. So do know, guys, that if, if you get your get the woman in your life kind of hooked into shooting, um, plan to see some big bills on your, your credit card because <laughs> <laughs> she, too, is going to want the gear and the guns as well. So Yeah, that's funny. That's funny. Can I say one 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 thing too? And yeah. I think it's important. And is that not all even going through this process, right, and doing everything right, 
it still may not be the right choice for her. And, mm-hmm. and there's nothing, you really can't do anything about that. You know, if you follow these steps and she still just says, you know what, I could not look at another human being, even if my life depended on it, and pull the trigger. You know, it, it, it happens. So, so we have to understand and we just have to respect her. You know, it, but not all women will take to it like, like you guys do or mm-hmm. even other women. So just, just, just understand that, that, that. That's you know, really. We have to respect each person for where they are and the decisions they make. And, you know, my aim is not to put a gun in every woman's hand, but it's to create a place where she can make an educated, complete decision on her own and, and not one that's just based on fear. Yeah. So that's our job is just to facilitate that. We can't make the decision for anybody, actually. Yeah, that's that's such a great point. I'm glad I'm glad you put it in there because it really you could do, you could do everything that you possibly can, and you might not get them on board, and that shouldn't be a frustration factor or a you know kind of like a, a wedge in a relationship at all. Right. But there might be it, it it could be a matter of taking super super tiny baby steps too, right? Like so yes. maybe they don't want to be maybe they're not into you know firearms, but will they carry pepper spray? You know, will they? at least be more observant when they're walking to, you know, their car in the parking lot. Well, can they just be more conscious? I mean, one of the one of my favorite self-defense weapons and I use this every single day is I have a very small tactical flashlight that I wear on my on my belt. And even if it's in a well-lit parking lot, I'll take that out and I'll use that when I'm walking to my car. And that's simply to like if there if there is some predator in the parking lot that is looking for a victim. Right. Some even if it's well lit, if I have a flashlight out, it sends a signal like I'm not an easy I'm not an easy mark. So even if it's just giving your spouse or anything some like a just a small flashlight that they can carry. And one, it's going to come in super useful cuz I right. I mean, I use it for so many different things, but it's not seen as like a and mine has like a little, you know, ridges on the, the bezel head so it can be used as a striking tool if needed but right. you know i think even just baby steps like that at least maybe shifts their mental focus a little bit it to does. being more it's conscious still, it's still movement forward yeah you know just that situational awareness that is huge if you can if a woman can start to understand that and incorporate that into how she lives out her life that is a huge accomplishment and you know it can be years later it could be you know she may say no but two months from now something Something terrible. I hate to say it, but something terrible could happen. Like yeah. Something awful could happen in your community or somewhere in the country or elsewhere, and you never know what's going to trigger that. Yeah. But but at this point, she's educated. She understands that she has a valid option that she's barely familiar with. You know, and and we'll see that all of a sudden something. It could be the birth of a child. You know, or having mm. children, or who knows? It could be anything, and none of us can dictate what that is, right? It just will happen when it happens. But by going through these steps. When that time comes, you know, then she's ready to go. Yeah. She has everything she needs, plus plus the support of the men in her life. Yeah. Very good. Awesome. Look, Carrie, this is this has been really, really cool. I really appreciate this. I mean, for for me personally, um, like I said, my wife does not like guns, but she always holds this uh this thing over my head, like, you know, people have told me that they think with my steady hands I'd be an excellent shooter. I'm not saying I want to shoot, but I've been told I'd be an excellent shooter. So I know I've got I've got a little bit of a crack in the door there, and this helps me out even more. So you probably will, because women are phenomenal shots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to be ready for that, guys. You get your woman shooting, she very well might be out shooting you before you. Know. <laughs> 
I, I actually have heard that from some, some of the comments that we <laughs> yeah. had in our blog and Facebook and everything. So, yeah. so cool. So, so Carrie, thanks so much. I really appreciate you, uh, you helping us out with this. And, uh, this has been awesome. Listen, everybody. Uh, one thing I think Carrie said that was really important there was that, you know, women need to be able to congregate together and feel like they're supporting one another as well. And, and, and this is really, the testosterone fog that we want to subject them to. See, I already got it into a conversation. That's cool. <laughs> that testosterone fog is is only going to, you know, kind of go against the, the main goal that you're trying to do anyway, which is to bring them along gently with taking more ownership of their own self-protection. So here's a really great resource is Carrie's website is really about the armed woman and and it and it is a gentle way uh, that people that women can get answers to their questions they can engage with other women they can get uh they can they can just they can support one another and it's something that will support themselves in the long run so definitely go over and check out her website i know they run they run classes they have chapters everywhere so you definitely want to go check it out again it's at www.thewellarmedwoman.com. I know you're going to love what you find there. And until our next Modern Combat and Survival broadcast, this is Jeff Anderson saying train hard, stay safe, prepare now. This has been Modern Combat and Survival. We hope you've enjoyed the show. You can help us out by rating our podcast on iTunes and leaving a comment. You can check us out on Facebook at facebook.com backslash Modern Combat and Survival. And don't forget to claim your free subscription to Modern Combat and Survival magazine at www.moderncombatandsurvival.com. Lock and load. And we'll see you next time. This has been Modern Combat and Survival. <laughs>